Hello? Alexandra? Hey! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hi! Welcome to another episode of Life Against the Current, a show where we acknowledge and empower non-traditional and unconventional paths to successes and goals. I'm Elaine Vargas, and joining me today is my wonderful best friend and brother from another mother, Randy Rodriguez. Yeah, what's up, guys? <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today, Randy. So Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. It's an honor and a pleasure. Like, we've known each other, what, like 13 years now? Yeah, 13 years. It's a it's long, been a long time. time. You were Since like sixth grade. My, <laughs> since sixth grade. You were my first friend in sixth grade. So thank yeah. you. 13 years after, thank you for that. <laughs> I know, for real. I love you. I love you too, Randy. <laughs> I was going to say Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, now you can use that. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to call you Mohan because that's what we call each other. So, yeah. F okay. it. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about his life against the current story, which goes from coming out during a time where it wasn't as socially empowering as it is now, to going to a non-traditional university, and finally to transitioning from his degree program to a totally different path. So without further ado, Randy Rodriguez, what is your life against the current story? Yeah, so I guess we can start in 2013. And 2013 was our high school graduation. So we mm -hmm. were about 18 years old at the time. And so I was living in New Jersey because my father's in the military. Um, I graduated from uh, Northern Burlington Senior High School. And... I was at a point where I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. So I decided, since I love music, um, that I wanted to do something in recording arts. And you're and so, so good at it. I remember watching your Facebook Live and you and, and your partner just, like, hammering it down. You guys were so good. Thank you. Yes, yeah. it was a great experience. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that, too, um, as we get closer. Yeah. And so... Um, I really wanted to do something in music, so I, I decided to do recording arts, and I was able to find a school um, in Orlando that's called Full Sail University, and it's kind mm -hmm. of like a technical school um, where they do a lot of um, kind of like entertainment industry type degree programs. So they have film, recording arts, digital design, computer animation, a whole bunch of different cool artsy type things, you know? Awesome. Yeah, and so I was lucky enough, since my dad is in the military, to get the GI Bill. And so what the GI Bill is, it's pretty much um, the military, they pay for your schooling. And you also get a monthly stipend for your expenses. Um, so luckily, I was blessed. I truly was blessed for, with that. Um, and I'm very, very thankful. And so when I moved to Orlando, um, I guess I was always questioning my sexuality. Um, mm -hmm. And now that I had moved from Orlando to Orlando, um, on my own, I got to explore my freedom. And so <laughs> I ended up downloading an app called Grindr. Oh, goodness. We've all been there, at least. Well, not Grindr for me, but those Yeah, but those apps, apps will stay apps. Those dang apps. <laughs> and actually, uh, the thing is, I graduated in June, and I ended up starting school in July. So it was a very fast, fast transition. Like, I had wow. no break. Like, I just wanted to start my life and, you know, be on my own. I was very, very excited. Yeah. And so I did download that Grindr app and um, I ended up meeting this older man and he mm -hmm. became my boy, my first boyfriend. I fell in love with him. 
And so at the time I was kind of balancing school and my love life. Um, I started battling this fear of coming out to my family once I started dating him. And once I started seeing that it was becoming because real. they didn't know at this point, they did not know at this point. No, I know. I know some people had an idea, um, but no, they didn't know. Um, I mean, honestly with me, you know, we've known each other since sixth grade. And at this point we're talking about like more than five, six years. Yeah, It's funny because when you came out to me, I was the first person I remember that you came out to. I was in complete shock. And when I told my family, like my cousins, that they know you obviously very well because mm -hmm. we basically grew up together. Yeah. They, are, they were all like, oh, yeah, Brandy? Yeah, I knew that. I didn't see that coming. Oh, my oh, God. That's hilarious. Good old times. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I was just battling this fear, this, this, this heavy weight on my chest, I felt. Um, because I knew, you know, Elaine, as Elaine knows, we both grew up in, you know, very Roman Catholic families. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's kind of different when you're in a Hispanic household and you're Roman Catholic. It's a little bit more intense. And um, my family, they're a little bit more traditional, especially like my mom. She's very, very traditional. And I knew that this was going to break her heart, you know. And I, I just feared that they weren't going to love me anymore, that they were going to disown me, Um because I knew, I just knew it wasn't going to be something that, you know, they were going to be happy about. Yeah, especially with, with how you mentioned them being so traditional. Obviously, I know them very well. Yeah. Um, they are so traditional and, like, by the book in a way. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I know them enough to say that they love you for you and yeah. your son and for you being their son. But at this time, and I totally get your feelings you didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, yes. you were thinking like the worst that could yeah. possibly happen. So it, I, I bet it could have, it was really tough at that time, huh? Yes, it was very tough, definitely. And I just, I don't know, I just was scared. I was scared of, of being able to open up to them and, you know, I just yeah. knew what it was going to, I knew what it was going to be. Um, luckily, it, it wasn't to the extent where they, wanted to disown me and they didn't love me anymore luckily right. it wasn't like that but it wasn't a great coming out experience at all and so um i was i was balancing my my school and love life and battling this fear um as the year started to end and come to a close uh 2013 um i was about 19 years old i began to question my career path um, i was struggling in school um i kind of had this lack of self-confidence and thought you know it was a lot harder um, because I was just seeing how these students, they already had recording arts experience. Like, they already knew know what they were doing. Right. Um, and that, Would you get hands-on experience in this uh, university, too? Yes. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Definitely. Um, and that's what I loved about Full Sail, is they prepare you for your professional career. Yeah. They so I'm do. sure that you were, like, in classes with other people that were doing the same thing that you were. But, like you mentioned, they... I guess, came a little bit more heavy in that background? Yes. And so it intimidated me because I felt like I was behind in my class, um, you know, and these people, they knew what they were doing and they already right. had, like, an idea of where they wanted to go after college. And I, you know, I didn't, I had no idea. Yeah, I wanted to move to L.A. and become a producer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was kind of like, okay, I guess that's, that's not common, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> So I just, I was just struggling and then I started to begin and then, well, actually 2014 came around. Um, 
And that was actually the worst year of my life. It truly was. And so I began failing classes. I started taking retakes. Um, eventually, that led to me dropping out. Um, I just started to not go to school anymore. I just felt like I, this isn't what I want to do. What, what is the consequence and the outcome of you not doing good in school and failing classes in a very fast-paced university like Full Sail? You want to talk about a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, luckily, because I, my dad has a GI Bill, um, they mm-hmm. were able, some of the retakes were covered, so I didn't have to worry about that. Okay. Um, they they're not going to kick you out if you have a low gpa nothing like that luckily um because they see as experience is more important than grades right okay that makes sense and that's that's a big that's a big part of 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 the industry you know Mm -hmm. even in the entertainment industry period you know it's not really about the grade it's really about your experience right and professionalism and what you've done exactly Mm -hmm. and so um the consequences aren't so bad but, I mean, if you're failing classes and you don't have the money to, to cover those retakes, I mean, you're going to have to drop out and you, you'll have to pay the school back before you can actually join again. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so um, I ended up dropping out. My parents were very, very upset. <laughs> My dad was very, very pissed. Um, I would not want to see your dad mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was very pissed. But at the same time, um, they didn't give up on me. Um, and you know, my dad, he gave me motivational advice, you know, at at the end of our conversation, he said, you know, this isn't the end. Like, don't give up. Like, don't think like you you can't get, you can't get back up from this failure. You can't. I I think it's so important to have advice like that from your respected people, especially your parents. It gives you so much empowerment. Yes. And it gives you confidence in yourself because for most, a a lot of people, their parents are like their number one mentors. Mm -hmm. So it's, I can just imagine like having, hearing those words from your dad must have been priceless. Yeah. Especially when you were feeling in doubt. And obviously as you heard in my previous um, episode, I also ended up putting school on pause and, mm-hmm. and hearing words like that from your parents make a big difference. Definitely, definitely. And it just feels, you know, knowing that they were so disappointed in me that they still had at least a little gleam of hope, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, they, they, saw, saw they saw the light. I think they know, they knew, they know what I'm capable of. Right. Um, and just at that time, I just wasn't giving my all. I wasn't giving my 100%. But they, yeah. you know, and I think they just knew in the back of their mind, they know, you know, how I am and, and that I'm able to do it. Right. And so um, after I ended up dropping out, I ended up breaking up with my first boyfriend. So I felt very lost and very, very low. It was a very low time for me. Um, I started looking for a job, but unfortunately for my lack of experience, it was difficult. So I was like, you know, I really want to meet people. So let me download the app again. So I downloaded the app and I ended up meeting this guy. Um, And we, we spoke for like two weeks, almost a month before we actually met in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he actually went to Full Sail as well. Um, and he was in the computer. Was he? He wasn't a serial killer. I'm assuming, right? He was not a serial killer. Nope. Okay, <laughs> Thank, thankfully, know. thankfully, Inca. I'm I'm here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, he was in computer animation. Um, and I Ooh. ended up falling in love with him. I really did. And this time, it was very different from the first time because the first time, you know, he was an older man. So there was definitely this disconnect between right. the age distance. You know. Mm-hmm. And so with this second boyfriend, he was my age, exactly my age. We we're going through the same things in life, the same phase in life, you know. 
Um, so eventually, because, you know, it, it got very serious with him, I had to come out. Um, I had to come out. Oh, boy. Um, and so I did. And it wasn't the best. It really wasn't the best experience. It wasn't the worst. You know, it definitely wasn't. But it wasn't the best. And it did yeah. take some time to repair kind of that relationship with my parents. Um, but, you know, they always loved me. And my mom, my mom, she just she just cares a lot about my soul. Um, she's not like hateful and, and, you know, and wants to discriminate. It's just more she she believes in what she believes so much. And she just wants my soul to be saved in her eyes. Right, you know? and at the end of the day, we're all human beings. Exactly. We believe certain things. We, we, you know, have different opinions. But at the end of the day, we are human beings. And I exactly. think that's like what your mom sees, your dad sees, my mom, my dad. And I think that's what makes us, I, I think that's what makes good people, good people. The fact that we understand that we're human beings and we're mm-hmm. not perfect and we're all different. So yeah. props to your mom. Love yeah. you, death. Yeah, definitely. And, um... And so, yeah, so that wasn't a great experience, but um, as you know, I was still unemployed. I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do in life. I had no idea. I had no idea. I, would just, I just felt very stuck. Um, and so my boyfriend at the time, he had a best friend. She's a South American beauty queen. Um, she, she, had, she pretty much was very popular in South America and, you know, moving to, to the United States. Um, you know, she had a very big following um, because all the different like things that she did, you know, and so she was actually going to Fosia as well for entertainment business. And so one day she sat me down um, and we we're just talking about what we wanted to do in life. And my boyfriend said, you know, he wanted to be he wanted to become famous because he wanted to um, to help people. That was right. I guess, you know, that was his thing. Um, and I didn't know. I knew that I love music. So, um, you know. I love to sing. And so I was like, you know what, maybe that's what I should try to pursue is, you know, singing. Yeah, it's a long shot, but why not? You know? Right. Um, And so she was going for entertainment business. That was her degree. And I just, I I would see her do her projects and it dealt a lot with marketing, with artist management, with event management, just a lot of different aspects of the entertainment industry. And I felt that was so cool. And I felt like if I have that basic knowledge of what the industry is like, um, you know, that, that, that'll be a plus That's the for key. Me. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the key. Exactly. Um, and so I decided, you know, I was going to try to do that. Um, I started, like, making YouTube videos and things like <laughs> that, um, you know, recording with, with some of my old students from Full Sail, some of my old friends from Full Sail. Randy, are um, these videos still on YouTube? No. So, actually, I took them down. Just because Why? I, to, I know. I wanted <laughs> to start kind of like a new YouTube video. Um, like a new YouTube thing. I was going to drive some traffic to, re- to your wonderful... Uh, what, was it 2014-ish? 2014-ish, yeah. Okay. 2014-ish. 2014-ish, um, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was really, tr- I was really trying. Um, but there was still... You know, I ended up moving with my boyfriend. Um, mm-hmm. there, was, there ended up becoming like... We're bumping heads. We're having issues. Um, you know, I wasn't really working... And I understand that that you know that was that put a big strain in everything. It's, you know, I wasn't working. And I did feel a bit, a little bit like a bum, and I could understand, you know, how he was feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's hard for people that haven't figured out exactly what they want to do, mm-hmm. and having others 
kind of misguide you instead of letting you roam free and figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But anyways, I ended up, we ended up breaking up with each other. Um, I moved to New Jersey because that's where my parents were living at the time. So at the end of 2014, I ended up moving back to New Jersey just for a little bit so I could get back on my feet. Um, I, I, st- I applied for school again. I did everything to get to back to school. Sale? For full sale for entertainment business. Okay. And that's, you know, 2015 comes around and that is my year of redemption. (laughs) And so now that I had, you know, I started school and I kind of had some more motivation in my life. Um, There was pretty much, so I have a few reasons as to why I gained that motivation. Um, And so one, it it was to prove to to my boyfriend at the time that I was worth more than what he deemed me to be. Um, Secondly, I wanted to prove to him that I can be an independent, successful man. And that I can change the world without confusing altruism with vanity. Um, And that's actually one of the main reasons, one of the main things for my motivation was that last one. I wanted to prove that you can change the world without, you know, becoming famous, you know. Mm -hmm. Quote, unquote, famous. Quote, unquote, famous. Yeah. Right. And so... Um, I ended up getting my shit together. I got my shit together. Thankfully, my parents... Snaps and fingers. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And (laughs) thankfully, my parents, you know, they had my back. They they supported me. Um, I started doing school online. And then I eventually was able to save enough money, thankfully, because of the GI Bill, um, Mm -hmm. to move back to Orlando so I can go on campus. And this time, I was like, you know what? I'm going back and I'm going to do everything that I need to do and, and... And finish. And finish. And finish. Yeah. I did not want to disappoint my parents at all. At all. Parents give you so much motivation. Like yeah. people that you love give you so, mod- so much motivation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I ended up gaining my emotional independence. I gained some confidence in myself. Um, and then I eventually met um, one of my close friends, Myra. She um, is a musician and she plays the guitar and she sings. And she was actually going to recording she was going to full self for recording art specifically. Um, and I, we ended up creating our own group called Chile Con Queso. Mm-hmm. And um, we would do live performances, Facebook Live. Um, it was really a great, great experience. And to be able to kind of collaborate with someone. And we would always do covers, but we would put our own twist to the covers. And right. we would do mashups. And it was, it was such a great experience, definitely. And so um, 2016 comes around. My um, degree program was about to end. I had a, probably like three or four months before my degree pro- program ended. I was shitting bricks because I was like, <laughs> I do not want to go back to living with my parents. Like, I want to make sure that I ha- I, once I get out of school, I have a job lined up. Were you looking into internships or at so, this point, what were you doing? Because you were so, so close to that finish line. Yes. So I was looking for internships. Um, I was actually taking my event management class. Okay. And we had to volunteer for an event. Um, so they referred us to this website co- called volunteermatch.com. And um, I ended up coming across an internship ad for Make-A-Wish. And <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to apply. I doubt, you know, I doubt they're going to, you know, they're going to ask me for an interview. But I'm just going to see, you know. But what see. do I have to lose? Exactly. What Please do I have to lose? Ask like, yourself that all the time. To yeah. those listening, would you like agree with me? Like, ask yourself all the time, what do I yes. have to lose? 
Yes, definitely. Most of the time, it's going to be nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Especially when it comes to things like, like your professional career. Mm-hmm. You're not going to lose anything. If you are nothing. working hard and doing what you need to do, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, your higher self, whatever, you're, it's going to have your back. Yep. Also, the other question is, what's the worst that can happen? Randy, what's the worst that can happen? Tell me. They say nothing. no. They say no. They say exactly. No. They say no. And that's the worst, you yeah. know? So make a wish. So I, I got the phone call to have an interview and I went. They hired me. So I started as a development intern. Um, and that was such a great experience because it was like I was taking my event management class and also doing event management, even though as an intern, at the same time. So everything I was learning, I was able to apply. That is awesome. You know? And it was amazing. It really was. Um, one month of me interning. So I was still going to school. They ended up hiring me so I can um, cover for, for someone who was going out on maternity leave. So they hired me as a wish coordinator. Um, so I obviously my, my hard work, you know, paid off. Mm-hmm. And um, I was I found that job that I needed before graduating. Before even awesome. graduating, I already had something lined up three months before. That is so uncommon. Elaine, I don't know. I don't know, but the universe, God, God had my back. The timing was just perfect. Just everything, everything. And how do you go from going to school for music and entertainment to finding your passion in event planning? Like, how does that transition happen? And how do you feel? Like, what are the, compare it to me, the feelings. So, really, to me, entertainment um, my degree, my degree, which is entertainment business, it's such a broad degree program. It is so broad that you can do pretty much anything. Um, you know, like I said, I was taking that event, event management class, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what um, that's kind of what interested me in doing it. You know, and so I, it's I know it seems like it's such a big like difference in in degree program and and what I'm doing, but to me. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. I don't know. It's, it's a weird feeling. It's not like, I can't describe it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not in any way negative. It's not like, oh my God, wow, what a difference. It's, right. it's more like, I, I learned so much from Full Sail that I'm able to, to transfer what I learned to, to what I'm doing now. Right. You know? And That's so, awesome. Yeah. And so... Um, my final month at Full Sail, that was a crazy month. Um, I was balancing my internship. I was balancing final project. And I was balancing going to school at the same time. I was doing almost 10-hour days every day. And I would, I would have to do my, my, my project, too, on the weekends. So our, our final project, which we were going to present to um, the exec- executives of the school and some mm-hmm. executives of different like companies. Like your capstone yeah. project? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, we decided we were going to do something real. And so the, the question was, the project was, um, we need to find a company and kind of like go through their, you know, their, their, their marketing plans, their business plans, their financials, and to find a problem and to fix it. Whoa. We decided, yes. And, um, I did not know this, by the way. Yes. So very, this is cool. Yeah, it was, Elaine, this was such a cool experience, definitely. 
after graduating, I started working at Make-A-Wish, and that experience was amazing, and I cannot imagine myself working for the private sector. I love working <laughs> in nonprofit. I love, I truly feel like I have a purpose. It's a I difference. Private do. to public is It's a, a huge difference. difference. And I think you know now because you, you know, you mm -hmm. work government. Yeah, and so now I am working, I'm, I live in Texas now. Um, you know, unfortunately, Miami is so expensive. I just couldn't afford it anymore. And, you know, nonprofit, I love what I was doing, but nonprofit, the nonprofit life is a nonprofit life. And, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you're not going to get compensated as much as you wish you would. Um, yep. But the experience compensates, you know, the, the, the feeling of, the feeling of, uh, what's it called? Of loving what you do, too. Yeah. I, mean, I know that you do. Yeah. Definitely. It's just, it's amazing. Um, so now I'm working in, in event management and event, um, though it's part-time, um, I'm still kind of like getting my, my barriers back into this company because it's a different company. So it's, I kind of have to start from the beginning. Right. But it's been amazing. I love doing events. I love being a part of that, you know, of that process. And trust me, it's stressful. I worked, I worked an event last night, I, you know, and I, I had a lot of responsibilities. You know, they've given me more responsibilities than what they had planned. Um, so I was managing the auction part of everything, and it was, it was stressful. Yeah, especially because event planning is not like a Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. <laughs> exactly. There's like no hours for event planning. Like you're working at any um, hour, any time, all exactly. hours. All hours, yeah. exactly. For but I love sure. it. You know, I love it. And we, the event was amazing. We succeeded. You know, I, I was so nervous that, you know, the auction part wasn't going to come out great. It came out amazing. It came out smooth. And, you know, it, I really showed, I really sh showed them and impressed them and showed them like what I'm capable of, you know? That is so awesome that you, you know, have done these things in the past few years that really you've come out of your comfort zone Definitely. In a figuratively and literally Definitely. sense of that uh, word. And also, you found out your true passion, which is, again, reiterating, it is so difficult to do. Mm -hmm. um, but once you do it, once you, like, find your true passion, everything else, it just becomes so much better and so much easier. So congratulations, Randy. Thank you so much, Mohona. This Thank is you. It's... awesome. Yes. It's been yeah. crazy, but I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm where I am, and I'm very grateful, grateful for everything that has happened in my life. Very, very grateful. And I, I don't regret, even though 2014 was the worst year, I needed that. It was a kick in the ass, and I needed that kick in the ass. Everyone needs a kick in the ass every now and then. Like, Definitely. You're, you're going to tell me that things come easy to you, like good things come easy? No. No. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. But yeah, that's that's my story. That's my life against the current story. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys were able to find, you know, some motivation or some advice that, that, you, that you can take away with you. Definitely. I know mm -hmm. I did. So thank you for sharing, Randy. Now, from this journey, what road sign or tool do you wish you had seen or had that maybe could have helped you pave your road just a little bit better? Yes. Yeah, so... Um, for this question, I feel it's, it was more things that I needed was more internal than external. Um, and so I think what I needed was more motivation. I needed to have drive. And more importantly, I needed to have self-confidence because I think that's what was really holding me back is I thought I couldn't do anything. I thought, you know, I, 
I'm incapable of becoming greatness or not, not that I'm saying that I'm so great, but yeah. you know, you know, I'm talking about like, you, are them. <laughs> you know, Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So those three things I think I wish I would have had at that time. Definitely. Absolutely. I think like something your internal is something you're going to always be working on for sure. Like yes. your whole life it's, your it's whole going life. to be making sure that you improve yourself and you take a step back and look at the bigger picture and find areas and improvement. So I think that's something that you will always, always do for sure. Definitely. Yes. And always. So what is one directional sign you would leave behind for those getting ready to embark on a journey like yours, Randy? Yes. So I'm actually have three. It's going to be fake it till you make it. That's very important. You, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't fake it till you make it. You're just going to feel horrible about yourself and you're not going to have that confidence that you need. So fake it till you make it. Go above and beyond. You know, don't, don't half-ass anything. If you want to succeed, you have to go above and beyond. And mm -hmm. finally, use the path, use your past to pave for your future. You know, Ooh, use, I like use, that one. Yes. You know, so use your failures. Use, um, you know, the things that have gone wrong in your life, even things that you can't control, to make your life more positive and to build a better future for yourself. Instead of living in the past and living, um, you know, blaming, blaming everyone and everything because your life just sucks. Don't do that, you know. Use use the past to pave your future. And accountability. Let's call it accountability. Be accountable for your actions. Know yes. what you did wrong. Don't just keep pounding yourself because of those things, but just learn from it. Move on. That's, yes. that's very important. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Randy. And that fake it till you make it is so true. Oh, God. If I can go to the day before I started this new job working for this agency, Mm -hmm. <laughs> I only had like an hour of sleep because I had a major anxiety attack oh the God. night before my first day. But on my way to work, I was on the phone with my mom mm -hmm. and I was like, I got this. I got this when I really <laughs> didn't have it. But I was on my way thinking that I had it. And at the end of the day, it all felt rewarding because as much as our physical body was telling us that we're not ready, Mm -hmm. Our mental body was telling me that I was ready. So yes. making that connection of like controlling your mental will definitely control your physical. And it will yes. be like that, quote unquote, fake it till you make it. So love that. Yes. And I think you actually mentioned it in your last podcast. I what, what was it that you said? Was it you or was it but, another Yeah, podcast? yeah. It was begin. Start before you're ready. Start before you're ready. Yep. Start exactly. before you're ready. And I, when I heard that, I was like, that is so, so true. Yeah, it's because, like, we have these really, really, really awesome ideas. It can be from, like, the most dumbest thing in our mind that we think it is to, like, the biggest, biggest, biggest of probably starting your own business. But we just don't do it because we're scared of failing and we're mm -hmm. scared that it needs to be perfect. But no, yes. we just have to start doing little by little steps and that's going to make us get there. And I yep. think, like, starting before you're ready is something that I live with. And I will like not stop ever believing in that. Yeah, I agree well, wholeheartedly with you. Yeah, well, thank you, yes. Mojoncito. Thank you, Mojona. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You are amazing. Your life is amazing. Oh, you stop it. 
your career path is such an inspiration, Elaine. And I want you to know that I am so, so proud of you. So, so proud of you. And don't ever doubt yourself because you have succeeded in so many ways. And I know it doesn't feel like it, but you have really exceeded, you know, you have exceeded expectations for, for our age group, I want to say. You know? Aw, thank you. I appreciate those so words, so especially obviously coming from you. Um, yeah. Thank you to those listening to Randy Rodriguez's episode. And we are looking forward to seeing you next time on Life Against the Current. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye.